good, the good, the bad, the bad, and and the ugly, the ugly, with Terence Pillay. Hello, Terence. Hello, Darren. <laughs> Follow up on the WhatsApp saga, hey? So, I mean, you know, last week we shed some light on community WhatsApp groups and yes. how. Many people in these groups use it as nothing more than a vehicle for racism. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest issues was the number of bored women on these groups that cry wolf every for every simple thing, mm-hmm. often without even investigating or getting more information before they spread it. Remember the women who alerted uh, the women who alerted their group to suspicious black male parked outside a prominent Durban school. Mm. Um, they then um, someone called the police mm. um, and swooped in on him. Only mm. to find that he was a father just waiting for his kid. It's insane. Who was doing an extramural it's lesson. Insane. Then there's that uh, gung-ho group up in Manor Gardens mm-hmm. who paintballed a man while walking on the road because mm-hmm. they said, suspicious man walking on yeah. the road. Yeah. Turns out he was going home from, from work. So after the show last week, I received a number of calls and emails from people in these groups who told me about some shocking posts that they um, get, that people get could get into a lot of trouble for mm. um, if it was revealed. Um, for example, one woman called someone out on her group for being a racist mm. and she was met with the response, I hope you get raped in your house oh, and on. then you will learn to be more vigilant. What is wrong with these So people? this is the kind of thing that they, they're talking about. Come so on. one of the calls came from security expert Carl van Rienen who manages around 198 community WhatsApp groups. I know Kyle. Uh, he came and he gave us first aid um, instruction yes, he's, here. Yes, he's incredible. Yeah. Um, he says these unsubstantiated posts are a dime a dozen, um, but they have to respond to every single one of them just in case it's a legitimate emergency. So, yeah. yeah. How, how many groups is he in? 198. Oh, my word. Take a listen. So, Kyle, let's talk about last week's show. What was your reaction to it? When I listened into to the show last week, it, it, it really sort of hits home for us because uh, as I chatted to you off-air, uh, Marshall Security operate numerous WhatsApp groups, North Durban, um, as far as Salt Rock, Belito as well. What we do is monitor these groups uh, throughout the day, evening, 24 hours, obviously, with our control room. And, yeah, we get a lot of, I don't want to say uh, hoax calls, but we do get a lot of the, but obviously, less serious, less, um, not so much the I can see an armed suspect in my house but the suspicious person in the road um. so just take me back when you say you control a number of whatsapp groups what does that mean yeah I think on my phone alone I'm on about 198 whatsapp groups right so you see a lot of what goes on on these groups the show specifically last week was about people who don't interrogate all the information first before mm. posting on these groups and then they become alarmist. Yeah. And that puts a strain on services such as yourself and the SAPS mm. as well. What is your response to that? We all know the, the SAPS, it is physically impossible for them to be able to deal with all of the crime, all the petty crime as, as we touch on. Um, that first and foremost is the reason for us starting WhatsApp groups. Um, we're different from other security companies where we, we believe we're a proactive service. We we have an in-case-of-anything number, so whether you're our client or not, if you're in an emergency or if you need help, we'll come out and assist you. So we started these WhatsApp groups and we said that if you see any suspicious activity, if there's anything going on, sort of taking the neighborhood watch to another level where you as the granny at home can be involved in the neighborhood watch. So she can look out the window at 10 o'clock at night and say, hey, there's a car there that's not normally here. I know that's not Terence's car who lives next door. 
that might be a suspicious vehicle, she can say, please will you check out, there's a white high-end vehicle that's not normally here. And what I'm touching on there is important because it's all about knowing your road, as you said, and knowing what is suspicious and what's not suspicious, because that's where we need to, to draw a line. Often we'll see there's a suspicious, and I know you touched on it, and, and, and I try and, and steer the groups away from it, a suspicious Bravo mark being a suspicious black male, or a suspicious whiskey mark as a white male. Um, we need to to first and foremost identify what is suspicious. Um, a person walking down the road at 7 o'clock in the morning with a backpack on and a cap, walking with purpose, is more than likely 10 to 1 going to work. Um, there's not much suspicious about that. But a gentleman walking around at 2 o'clock in the morning hiding behind trees, looking into houses, for sure is suspicious. So what we've tried to, to identify to our groups and to our followers is to, to educate yourselves. We often put out on our newsletters things to look out for, how to identify suspicious people, how to, to, to be involved without infringing on other people's rights. So we do need these WhatsApp groups. I get that. Terence, hopefully you got some tips for us on how to be in them, how to be vigilant, how to be, uh, you know, how to contribute towards the safety in your neighborhood watch without well, being inundated. Coming up, Kyle gives us some useful tips. The good, the, good, the, bad, the bad, and, and the, ugly. the ugly. With Terence Pillay. So we've now had the experts tell us that um, people can get a little bit hysterical in the WhatsApp groups and it doesn't help anyone. Yeah. Right. So what do we do? Like, I do want to be in a WhatsApp group for my community. Um, what I tend to do is I, I, I mute it and then just check in. But that doesn't help me with like important notifications. And that w also wouldn't help you if someone's being racist on this group. Exactly. How do you react so, well, to that? So what do you do? So Kyle um, van Vrienen is a security expert that we saw talking to. And he says that people should make sure that there's actually something suspicious mm. about a person's behavior before alarming people on these on these groups again it's such an yeah. open-ended thing what uh, what specifically is suspicious well take a listen there's also a huge stereotype that exists on these groups because wm walking to work doesn't get as much attention as much as a bm walking to work gets on those groups i agree with you it is it is something that we we've seen and it's like i said it's 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 something that we have tried to educate um unfortunately we and, I, and i've said it before in the groups we have to be careful not to be restricting movements of citizens we can't be infringing on people's human rights at the end of the day every citizen has a right to walk down the road whether he has a reason to or not he might just want to walk down the road and he's free to do so uh, but we need to identify what it is that makes him suspicious right. and by no means because it's a white guy or a black guy is one more suspicious than the other but we can't rule out the fact that that person walking down the road is suspicious but identify what it is that makes him suspicious and i think it's very important for the person the original poster as we call it to identify on the group why he's suspicious so don't just say this is suspicious blackmail because the other person reading it might take it the wrong way but yeah. if you had to say heads up guys there's a suspicious black guy there's a suspicious white guy whoever be it a male for, for argument's sake was walking down the road i saw him take a number off or he was fiddling with your post box okay now we've identified we've taken it to the next step so you've now we've qualified actually, the suspicion precisely you, you've you've justified what it is that you are suspicious about um which i think often people perhaps they they just fail to to qualify their suspicion and it, it comes across the wrong way so i'm all for people being vigilant because we know what the crime stats
stats mm. are. We know that we are meant to protect our neighborhoods. We're meant to protect our property. Um, so take me through the process. If you see something suspicious happening, do you call the police? Do you call your security group? What is the process? Okay, look, I think in a lot of the, the talks we have, we, we, we need to reiterate the fact there's a difference between vi- being vigilant and being a vigilante. Um, mm. and, and that needs to be remembered. And, and we also, we need to, we try and highlight it from the beginning that we need to understand that the criminals that we're dealing with in South Africa in today's day and age, the reality of it is they are coming heavily armed. They come with AK-47s, etc. And they're not, ex- they're not scared to kill you. So that's something we need to be mindful of before we even get involved in going and starting stopping vehicles and all of this, which, which is going on in, in, in areas I've, I've heard of it before um so we we get in mind with that the best first uh, step is to join your community policing forum the reason being there you you manage to network with who you need to chat to in the police station you get your chairman of your cpf you start your whatsapp groups you're able to know the crimes who's to look out for what's suspicious what's not what have you seen in terms of a wasted call out so we've had one or two that are not always your most serious call, but at the end of the day, we've got to take the good with the bad. And as we say, you'd rather be proactive than not active at all. Kylan, in the light of the, this crime situation in this country, how do we stay safe? First and foremost is, is obviously to align yourself with a, a good private security company. Um, that's the reality of what we've got in our day and age today is your first and foremost is obviously your, your security, your insurance and your medical aid, in my opinion. If you align to a security company, go and meet the guy that works in your area have a chat to the reaction officer so he knows you he knows your children he knows what's what's the normal for him as well because he will then know okay when you've got a visitor that's a suspicious so the suspicious activity works both ways so it's all about being proactive and aligning yourself with somebody who's there for you in your time of need chat to your neighbors chat to your community policing and just grow your your security net basically and and get as many assistance and and people involved as you can it's oh, some so, sound advice. It feels, it's very good. Yeah, be, I love that. Be be vigilant, not a vigilante. It is a. It is. It is sad that we live in such a violent, a violent country where you know somebody wants your cell phone. They're not going to yeah. you know just nick it when you're not looking. There's a chance that, that there's a violation and that people could get murdered. Yeah. So there is a necessity for these groups. 100%. But uh, with with the, the power of these groups, we need to be a little bit more responsible. A little more responsible. But I I do want to say this that um, people are sending me screen grabs and, mm. and things of what's going on in these groups mm. and if they t- are tantamount to hate speech and if mm. they're racist I'm going to name and shame you listen and that's don't be that, you're being stupid if you're do. doing that that's one screenshot and one post away from uh, legal action proper legal action I know the bill's been passed now for the anti-hate speech um, yeah. in South Africa so you know you're looking at real jail time so just uh, if you are a racist try and keep it in uh, and leave it off WhatsApp East Coast Breakfast, Breakfast.